Welcome to the Evolve Beyond Limits podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Geisel. I am a human design and relationship coach, 6'2", manifesting generator, and total lover of life. If you want real solutions to real life problems, then you are in the right place. This podcast is dedicated to using human design, ancient teachings, and DNA activation to elevate both your relationship with yourself and the people around you. If you are willing to take action on the practical steps given in this podcast, I promise your life will change for the better. All you have to do is open your heart and mind, step beyond your fear, and activate the courage needed to create a life that you're excited to live. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Evolve Beyond Limits podcast. I am so excited to have you here with us today, and we are going to talk about decision-making authorities in human design. So in human design, there's all these different essences and all these different things that you can learn about human design. At Evolve Beyond Limits, we have a very specific process that we use when it comes to teaching human design as well as, and more importantly, about integrating human design, about how you start to embody this information and live it in your life. And so some of those foundational pieces, obviously one of the foundations is understanding your type and your strategy. That's really, really important. It's a foundational tool that you will keep coming back to when you go through your human design journey. The next thing that we want to talk about is our decision-making authority, because if you have studied human design or looked at human design, you'll see something very often and it comes, it says, come back to your strategy and authority. Okay. So if we have to keep coming back here, it means that it's a foundational tool that we need to master in our life, that we have to learn to put into our life and utilize it and experiment with it so that we can get the most out of this system and make our lives a heck of a lot more, just so much easier, okay? So your decision-making authority in human design is how you are meant to make decisions in your life, like how you're meant to make those bigger decisions, any decision that you have, how do you make them? And understanding that is going to help you navigate your human design journey. So there are six main main ones. There's ego manifested, there's an emotional authority, there's sacral, self-projected, splenic, and then the good old lunar cycle. So there's six main decision-making authorities within human design. There's also a seventh one um, called mental projected. And so that one, a very few amount of people kind of fall into that category. But if you're one of them, I don't want you to feel left out. So I'm not going to go into the specifics of the different ones in this episode, because I want you to understand just why your decision-making authority is so important and why mastering it is well worth your time and energy, because it is something that you're going to circle back to often, no matter where you are on this journey. So here's the thing. Every single decision-making authority is all about connecting with and utilizing your body wisdom. This is not a decision that comes from your head. It's not a decision that is made by emotion. It is not decisions that are made through any of that. It is always this body wisdom that you're tuning into. So in the human design world, 
And when we're talking about decision-making authorities, we have to think about the fact that your head center, like the head and the Ajna center, they're not decision-making places. We do not make decisions from our head. And I was at this event one time and Rory Vaden was up talking and he said this and I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect for the human design world. And what he said was, if you want safety, go with your head. If you want success, go with your gut. And that is exactly what we're talking about here. Okay. Because so many people, we've been taught that all of our decisions have to be logical, that they have to have some sort of logic behind them. And yes, that is the safest thing to do. But here's the problem is the head does one of two things. One, the head always makes something bigger than it truly is. And you can fight me on that if you want, but look back. Your head always makes everything a bigger deal than it truly is. But the second thing that your head does that is even more important in this particular arena is your head can only make decisions from your past experiences. Your head can only make decisions from what it already knows. And the problem with that is that you standing here today, listening to this podcast right in this moment are not the same person that you were 10 years ago, five years ago, three months ago, five minutes ago, because you have developed wisdom. You have learned things. You are not the same person that you were in the past. And so you can't make decisions based on who you used to be or else that will keep you exactly where you are. Who you used to be is who got you here today. If you would like a different future, if you're aiming for new things and new experiences and new creations in your life, then you're going to have to make decisions based on who you are today not who you were in the past. And this is where your decision-making authority comes in and where your body wisdom comes in because it doesn't make decisions based on the past. It makes decisions based on who you are today and it has such a profound wisdom within it that it's making decisions based on who you are becoming and who you need to become to get to the thing that you're going after. So when you learn to listen to your body wisdom or your authority, your decision-making authority, you're always going to go one of two places. It is going to take you down a path and it's going to take you to something better than you could have ever have imagined. Or... It is going to take you through the exact lesson or challenge that you need to go through or learn to become who you need to become in order to bring you closer to whatever it is that you're creating. There's no wrong move when you listen to that body wisdom. 
always say that the body whispers, the mind yells. So you can, it's, it's really hard to tune into your body wisdom when your mind is a constant clutter of chatter. It's hard to tune into your body wisdom when your body is literally in stress or like fight or flight in high stress mode all the time. It's going to be really difficult to listen to your body wisdom when you are in emotional chaos all the time or just in chaos all the time. And so many people are so used to living in chaos and because they are struggling to slow down and they're struggling to tune into that body wisdom, they stay in that state of chaos because that is what their mind knows. And so the decisions that they're making are based on the past repeating itself instead of creating a new future. So again, to just recap this a little bit, if you want safety, go with your head. If you want success, go with your gut. When we learn to tap into that body wisdom, so many amazing things are going to happen. But the thing is, it might not make sense. And that's the hardest thing for your head to understand is that you may not be able to see the path in front of you. You're not going to be able to see the next three, five, 10 steps. You're not going to be able to see the outcome. You don't know the destination, but can you trust your body wisdom and your decision-making authority enough? Can you trust it? Because you know that it's leading you exactly where you want to go if you can let go of it needing to make sense and just live it and be present in it. So any of the centers within our human design chart, which are like the nine, the nine big centers can try to override your decision making authority, but there are three main players that you want to be extra aware of. So I want to bring this, I want to, I want to finish out this episode by helping you understand that these three main things that are going to try to override your decision-making, it's going to try to override that body wisdom or whatever your unique authority is. So the first one is going to be your head center. Okay. Your head center wants it to make sense. If it can't make sense of the decision, then it's probably going to try to talk you out of it. So you'll begin to overanalyze your decision. You will know in your gut or in your body, like, yes, this is a yes for me. This feels expansive. This feels a little scary, but I feel like excited and I can't wait to do it. Or you're going to feel constricted, which is a no for you, right? It's this no. And if it's not a yes, it's a no. This is something that I live by. If it is not a yes, then it's a no. And usually when it's a no, it's a not right now. It's not necessarily a no forever. It's just that it's not for you in this moment. And a lot of times I know in my own personal experience, when I've gotten a no, 
or just haven't gotten a yes, I'm like, okay, like this is not the easiest thing for me because I want it to be a yes. But I also know and I honor and I walk my talk. And if it's a no, it's probably a not right now because I might not have enough information. Maybe there's a missing piece to the puzzle. There's probably a way that this is going to work out in the future, but it's going to work out better than I could have imagined if I can just be patient. Okay, so you're going to start to, your head will start to overanalyze this. It'll start to overanalyze the decision that you made. And you will either, one, talk yourself out of it and stay, quote unquote, safe. Because you'll reflect on all of your past experiences and say, nope, that didn't work for me in the past, so it's not going to work for me today. Except for that's not necessarily true because you're not who you were in the past. The circumstances aren't the same. The experiences aren't the same. Nothing is the same as it was in the past. Or two, you're going to spend all of this time overanalyzing and overthinking about it only to come back to the decision that you made in the first place. So it ends up costing you both time and energy that you could have spent somewhere else. So just make the decision, trust your body, and move on. It actually doesn't have to make sense if you are following your authority. It may not make sense because your body wisdom can see further than you can see, and you just need to trust that. You need to trust that it's all going to come together, okay? Whether you can see the steps or not, I know this is going to work out for me. The second center that we do not want to make decisions from is your emotional solar plexus. We do not make decisions in our life based on emotions. It's dangerous to make decisions based on your own emotion because you're going to make it a decision based on how you feel, not necessarily what is best for you, but how you feel in the moment. So if you're in a good mood and you have a lot of energy or whatever, then you might do the thing. If you're in a bad mood or you have low energy, then you probably won't do the thing, even though the thing could shift you into having more energy and put you into a good mood, you'd rather sit in the emotion. This is not an effective decision-making strategy, okay? We're going to talk more about what that looks like when I highlight emotional authorities, which means that they have a defined or colored in decision, um, uh, emotional solar plexus, excuse me. But in my experience, this emotional solar plexus really gets tricky when someone has an undefined or open emotional solar plexus, which means that it is white space in your chart. It's not colored in because what they do oftentimes is they override their decision based on how someone else might feel about their decision. Again, this is not an effective decision-making strategy. Not everyone is going to like what you decide, but that doesn't mean that it's not the right choice for you. 
And it ultimately doesn't mean that it's not the right choice for them. You know, I always say that what's best for you is best for everyone else. Whether or not they can see that in the moment is you can't control that. But it is what's best for you is best for everyone else. And then the last one is the root center. This is where we start to make decisions. We override our decisions or we push ourselves into making decisions based on stress or pressure. Pressure, again, is not a place that you want to make decisions from. Because when we're feeling and we're feeling that sense of overwhelm, we're feeling that pressure that's either this internal pressure or this external pressure that we have to get this thing done, it throws you into this fight or flight. And when we're in a fight or flight stressed out state, we don't have clarity. It's really hard to find clarity in that state. We don't make good decisions when we're spinning in stress because everything else is heightened. And so we can't let the pressure of either somebody else wanting us to make a decision, you know, very quickly or whatever that looks like. It could be an internal pressure of like, I have to do this. I have to do this, or I don't have to do this. Or for me, I'm really good at making, like I allow, um, the fear of disappointing somebody else, right? That pressure of like, I don't want to, I don't want to disappoint them. Or what if they're counting on me? That can sometimes be something that will override my decision. And I can't allow that because I have to trust. And so in order to come out of this heightened state, you have to breathe, come back to your breath. Take a few deep breaths. Remove yourself from the chaos. If everyone else is swirling in stress and pressure, get out of there. Breathe. Become the calmest person in the room. Ask for questions or ask questions for clarity. Calm down so that your body can speak up. So we're going to get into the different ones, like the specifics of the different ones in later episodes. However, no matter who you are or what your authority is, you aren't going to be able to tune into it until you begin to tune into your body wisdom. And as with anything, this is a multifaceted process. Being able to tune into our body wisdom comes from all these different places, but three of the big ones is it requires a regulated nervous system. It requires a calm mind and it requires a emotional intelligence. So those obviously are things that take time to develop and master But today, I want to leave you with three things that you can do today. You can start doing these today to start working on those different areas. And ultimately, it's going to bring you back into your body and be able to help you tune into your body wisdom better. So the first one is if you do not have some sort of meditation practice, start one. Three times a week, five to 10 minutes a day. I'll actually put a guided visualization in this in the show notes for you to try out and just start doing it three times a week. 
and just notice how that begins to feel for you. So that's the first one. The second one, remove distractions. We live in such an overstimulated world that it's hard to tune into ourselves because there's always something going on and we always have something to distract us from our own inner feelings. So begin your day with a distraction-free walk, meaning no podcasts, no music. You're not looking at your phone. If you can even leave your phone behind, if you can't put it on airplane mode, just nothing but you and nature. Focus on really being where your feet are and noticing the small things around you. And if you can do this in the middle of your day, because you can't do it at the beginning of your day, fine. If you have to do it at night because you couldn't do it the other two times, fine. Find once a day to get out, release yourself from all of your distractions and just be where your feet are. And then three, become aware of your emotions. Start to become aware of when your emotions are heightened and keep a journal. Keep a journal and just write it down. Even if you just want to jot it in your phone, like, okay, I'm feeling extra anxious right now. Anxious is just an emotion. And ask yourself, what is this trying to show me? Usually with anxiousness, when we feel anxious, it's because we have too many paths that we could go down too many like we're in like decision making overload there's too many ways we could go but we don't have a focus point that's when we start to become overwhelmed and we start to feel anxious right and so or maybe it's that you're feeling frustrated okay what is this trying to show me i'm frustrated why What's happening? What's not going the way that I want it to go? And take a moment to notice what the emotion is showing you. Same thing with joy or happiness. Like when you're in the middle of the moment where you're like, oh, I'm so happy right now. Notice. What is it trying to tell you? What are you spending your time doing that's bringing you into that state? And just know that you are not your emotions. You're meant to be a witness of them. They're just there to tell you something. So they're not meant to run the show. And as long as you can see them and separate yourself from them, then you're going to get better and better at that emotional intelligence and understanding when your emotions are running the show versus when you can come back and say, okay, I see that you're trying to tell me something. I see it. Now, what am I going to do from here? So take these three things, implement them into your life over the next week. Even if you just pick one of the three, this does not have to be all or nothing. Just pick one of the three and then next week, add the other one in. And then the next week, add the other one in and start to see and notice how this shifts and how you start to reconnect with your body so that that body wisdom can tune in. And then you're going to be able to utilize your decision-making authority to its fullest extent and make your life so much easier because you're going to stop second-guessing yourself all the time. So until next time, walk your talk, 
speak your truth, choose courage over comfort, and always evolve beyond limits.